Hey guys, I'm Fiorella. I'm Tatiana. And this, this is, is the Less of Me podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining. We're so excited for today, but we're just going to treat this as a conversation between friends. Yes. But how are you, Fio? I'm so <laughs> overwhelmed. I'm super happy about today. We are going to speak about a great topic and a topic that I feel like everybody relates to yeah, and absolutely. everybody has probably gone through or experienced at one point in their lives. Yes. So I think it's a great topic. Yes. I don't know if you want to introduce it or if you want me to introduce it. Yes, we're talking about anxiety. Yes. So we're just really going to touch on our stories and like how, you know, we've struggled with anxiety and, you know, still unfortunately have to deal with that as yeah. people in this world. And how we deal with it yeah. as Christians, like yeah. as Christian women and how I used to deal with it when I was in the world and I didn't know God. So yeah. Yeah. I like that's what pretty much today's going to be about. Yeah. So, yes. Do you want to yes. share? So we really wanted to start with the Bible verse. And yes. what inspired um, this? Yeah, actually. exactly. And like what the word says, what God says about it, because even though we struggle with this like our god is so much bigger and he has things to say it's not like he just brushes over it you know mm-hmm. and doesn't talk about it because it is very you know prevalent in our society so in philippians um four verse six he says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god this is like wow i wish i knew this when i did not know god (laughs) because i think it would have definitely like taken off some burdens and helped me with my anxiety if i only i knew that i just needed to seek the lord in every situation which honestly i still don't know ways to because i tend to forget i'm human we're human you know (laughs) and also just a disclaimer sorry to to cut you off a little bit just a disclaimer we're not therapists we're not doctors we're not psychologists like we are speaking straight from experience and what the word says and also like we understand there's you know anxieties that we deal with because of you know thoughts that we may meditate on and then there's also the anxiety of life in the life yeah and like the chemical imbalance in our bodies you know Mm -hmm. and we don't identify as people with anxiety no like we we just want to share our stories about it but also like help help you look at it in a more practical way yeah for me yeah Yeah. and for me personally like i was actually diagnosed with anxiety and i was like medicated for anxiety for like we'll get into it but for a while and i i would actually like it was actually harmful for me when i was being medicated Mm -hmm. because yes it was a chemical imbalance in my brain but it was like also ptsd that it was trauma it was trauma that i that would suffocate me and bring this anxiety the idea of abandonment or being abandoned is what would cause this anxiety for me personally um and there's so much like there's so many facets to like Mm -hmm. how why we deal with anxiety and we we will not know everything until we die i guess yeah literally reveals it to us you know but you know that's so valid and i feel like you know, it's a very tough sub- subject because a lot of people have very opposing opinions about it, especially within the church. Like, I know some people think that, oh, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't have anxiety. Yeah, that's actually one of the main topics that I had someone recently tell me. I think I told yeah. you somebody told me like I told them that I have. So I have panic attacks when I have anxiety, like bad panic attacks. Like I can't breathe. I'm crying. It, I'm like literally like I get overwhelmed and I I just, it's a very bad situation for me. And I'm a huge feeler. So I feel all my emotions and then I just start like overstimulating myself. Yeah. 
to the point where I can't breathe. And I was just like this person um, that knows me. She was like, oh, like you shouldn't be having anxiety. Like you're a Christian girly. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And for a second, I was like, am I not a good Christian or am I doing something wrong? And then I realized like, no, in the Bible, it's like feeling your feelings is completely fine. It's what comes with feeling your feelings that sometimes may not be correct what do you do with How your do feelings deal with it? yes the, i think it makes a huge difference because we both experience anxiety without god in our lives and we've experienced anxiety with god in our lives like i'm gonna be straight up like feel i'm not completely healed from my anxiety and that's again very taboo in the christian space because again people assume that you're perfect people assume that oh you're not going to deal with those struggles you know but again, I think that God always reminds me of this because sometimes I'll think those thoughts and be like, oh, like, am I, am I wrong? Do I not? Is my relationship with God not enough? Like, what's happening? You know, the enemy will put thoughts into my mind. But like, what's important to remember is that sometimes God allows things. It's not that he's causing anxiety, but he allows things in order for us to rely on him more because mm-hmm. he knows better than me. He knows that maybe if he, I didn't have anxiety, I would not rely on him. I wouldn't go to him as much. You know, these trials that we go through with our anxiety and the things that cause us stress, it really pushes us closer to the Lord. Yeah. I mean, the reason I'm a Christian is because of stressful situations in my life, you know, and I'm yeah. sure with, same with you, your yeah. testimony, you know? So, oh, if, I don't know if you, do you want to share like how you dealt with anxiety before? Yeah christ and then like maybe like how that changed with how anxiety how you deal with anxiety now that you're with christ yeah yeah so one of the things so back when i used to have anxiety used to have panic attacks i would literally get like numbness in my hands numbness in my legs like i'd have it really bad like any like big news would really affect me physically and stress yeah would like yeah my body would respond negatively and i'd have panic attacks but then as a like as a Christian, like those went away. Like I still will have at moments times of panic where I feel like I'm like very overwhelmed, but I have not had a panic attack in years, like in so long. And back then, like I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know to pray. I didn't know to go to the word of God. Like I didn't know to ask for prayer, you know, when you're yeah. dealing with these anxieties um, and go to the Lord with it. So that's something that like really changed. I honestly haven't thought about that in a while because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been walking with the Lord for a little, not that long, but like a little while now. So you almost forget a little bit about like yeah. your past and like, you know, how it used to be. And like, it makes me grateful because without God, I truly don't know how I live. Like I yeah. don't know, like I experience such terrible anxiety and listen, sometimes I'll have moments of really bad moments you know but those moments always bring me closer to god yeah because god always is like come to me and it's in those moments that god would just really like he will show you and be in the presence like he will show up in that presence at least for me like for my testimony i know you guys don't know my testimony but it was in that moment of brokenness for me like i was so brokenhearted that god really showed up (laughs) he really showed up and he was just like i'm here and he gave me this like blanket i felt like a blanket of just like love and peace and the bible says for the lord is the prince of peace so it's like okay god thank you and it's like i feel like there's also another bible verse that says for he is close he is near the brokenhearted in yes. psalm 197 verse 3 for he heals the brokenhearted and binds the rooms but in psalms there's also another bible verse 
<laughs> All the buckle versions that come to mind. The Holy Spirit just firing off. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, There's another Bible verse in the Bible that states that God is near. God is actually closer to those who are anxious and close to those who are weary and he's just there. Yeah. And that's... Uh, yes. No, no, I know what you're saying. I know it's fine. Honestly, yes. It's fine. But yeah, and like I think that goes into like that humility. Because to be a Christian... Listen, I struggle with pride. That's something I struggle with. And, But in order to accept Jesus as your Savior and really accept what he did for you, you have to be humble and realize you need him. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's really hard for people to accept that when they haven't gone through really, yeah. really hard trials. You know? But I think that's why, like... When you go through so much, it's because God has a huge purpose on your heart. Like, yeah. a huge purpose for your life. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Like, I know I've been through... I honestly have been through hell. Like, literally. Like, life in... Like, I bought, I did that myself, honestly. My actions... Yeah. You reap what you sow, and I... All of my actions have a consequence. In, the, in, the, in this world, though, they say, like, oh, um, everything you give comes... Whatever goes around comes around. Like, that, yeah, that verse... Uh-huh or karma Mm -hmm. like in the bible it says you reap what you sow and for me like what i was sowing was just so bad so like i was reaping i wasn't reaping a good harvest i was reaping a very terrible harvest actually so like my actions had a consequence and maybe sometimes like my actions were not like make sometimes it it was someone else's actions yeah so like thank you so much for sharing that i appreciate it yeah of course i mean like how else did you like deal with your anxieties like you know, you mentioned you had panic attacks. Yeah. Do you feel like it's been different now with the Lord? Like, how has it been different? Okay. <laughs> so. In a little interview. <laughs> I curious. love this. I know, I love it. Um, so for me, honestly, so before Christ, I when I used to have panic attacks, I used to seek my ex. So, like, I wanted him to comfort me. I wanted him to hold me. I wanted him to be there for me. I wanted him to just not let me go. I wanted him to just tell me, like, everything's going to be okay. And for me to like fake believe it, kind of. So I would seek for refuge in my ex, yep. and in men. men specifically, in a man, mm-hmm. and that is setting that man up for failure because exactly. that is a god-sized void that only God Amen. can fill. But um, after my ex and I broke up, my anxiety worsened by like twenty percent, like literally multiplied by twenty, and. I seek for refuge in alcohol. Like, I would try to numb my feeling of anxiety. Like, in order for me to not overthink of something, I had to be drunk or I had to be high. And I actually got medicated for anxiety because I did not only just suffer with anxiety, but I had anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. I had a lot going on. So it's like, it was like a topic that people are like, oh, well, you don't look like you had anxiety. You don't look like you had depression. But I was suffering with bad anxiety Mm -hmm. so bad to the point where i would wake up yelling and crying or like it'd just be bad so i had to be medicated and then that led to me over overusing my medication essentially and i was just high all the time and nobody was ever really able to realize and that's what's so sad but when god showed up in my life oh god when god does that stuff i'm like lord even thinking back now yeah I can have an anxiety attack and I won't reach so low to the point where I am like, I can't breathe. 
like to the point where i'm like i can't breathe i'm gonna yeah. kill myself or i just that thought of depression and suicide comes to my mind yeah. or like i can't handle this like i need to just i i wish i was dead or i wish i wasn't here or, i wish this wasn't my situation that thought does not come into my mind anymore Praise and God. honestly like that's just the enemy attacking yeah 100. but so demonic um but now i also don't look for refuge or i don't look for comfort in drugs or in medication or in alcohol or in weed because i used to smoke weed and i know like i might get a lot of attacks for this but i'm a very transparent person (laughs) and i used to smoke weed i used to be like well i'm high now my anxiety is gone but the time would come to an end and my anxiety would literally be 20 times worse or 50 times worse than what it started because i wasted time and then I had to think about like, oh, well, why? How can I get it back now? Yeah. And it would just give me more anxiety. Temporary. Yes, it was temporary satisfaction, temporary peace. Yeah. Meanwhile, God's peace, God's peace was long lasting. Like, I actually had anxiety not that long ago. I had almost a panic attack. Um, but God's so merciful. He's so loving. And I remember like, pray. And I just started praying and I was like, Lord, like I give you, I cast all my anxieties on you. I give my anxieties to you. I give you my worries because I feel like now my anxieties come from a stream of worry before my anxieties were coming from a stream of PTSD and her and unhealed situations. Mm. And God just like, he just took he it. Showed up. Yeah. He just took it. And then I worshiped and I was like, okay, I feel better. And I still had that anxiousness. I'm not gonna lie, I ate like a burger and fries and I was like <laughs> But then but that crazy anxiety that like was like uncontrollable was like m- very little to the point where I, it was like not even there. And um that's how God did it for me, like God's peace, honestly. And yeah. It's 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 like you said, it's long lasting and that's the thing that people don't they're so fooled and you know you may be fooled you may be in that moment where you're fooled and sometimes i'm fooled even as a christian <laughs> like sometimes i'll eat a chocolate thinking it'll make me feel better i'm like well that didn't really make me feel better it just made me feel like i yeah. need to lose weight now calories know, i'm like sad you know i'm just like you know like nothing yeah. will fill that void like you said like i did the same thing to my husband when he was my boyfriend in college and i wasn't saved i didn't know jesus and i would always be like i need you i need you it was like he felt suffocated like, yes that's actually that happened in my previous relationship i suffocated my yeah. ex and he was like i just want to go play soccer and i'd be like no, no <laughs> you're staying with me because i need you and when i wasn't with him my anxiety would rise oh to like gosh. a level yeah. where i'd be like Panicking, right? <sighs> like i was my biggest fear was abandonment like i had a ptsd of like being abandoned and not being loved yep. so like when he wasn't there showing me that he was hugging me or kissing me or just being there like i was happy just literally just watching him play video games yeah or watching him play soccer and like he wanted his own space and i was unable to do that yeah because he was my refuge when the bible states that we should not seek refuge or idolize anything no. yet i would idolize him and i would seek for refuge in him and i just wanted to let you down yeah, and he did. He yes, let me down. And exactly. you know what? That led to a lot of issues in my relationship. Yep. But. No, me too. I, like, honestly, talking about it reminds me of, like, wow, how dependent I was. Yes. And listen, it's okay to be with someone and maybe they help you feel better. Like, 
God calls us to help each other, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we should not be so heavily addicted to their or dependent. Presence. Yeah, dependent on their presence. Like the only presence, is God. Exactly. <laughs> like you got to be dependent on God. You know why? Yeah. Because when you go to the grave and you die, like you're not taking anything from this world with you. Not even the person. No, like everything (laughs) is perishable here. Like everything in this world, money, drugs, sex, like everything, like nothing is going to fill that void. Temporarily, you may feel happy. Temporarily, you may feel peace, but it is not long lasting. Because I'm telling you, if if you're planting good seeds of, you know, reading the Bible, you know, even if you don't know where to start, just try, show up and God will help you. Or like prayer, you know, you will start to see, even if you may not understand at first and it may be confusing, like you will start to see how God waters that and truly blesses you and you will see the fruit. And I just wanted to mention the fruit of the spirit because God gives us the fruit of the spirit. One of the fruit of the spirit is peace. Yes. So like if we rely on God, you know, we will be able to experience peace through his power and his spirit in us, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. impossible to do without the Lord because we need sunlight, you know, the sun of God. (laughs) Um, We need his sunlight in order for those good seeds to grow, you know, and he'll help us, you know. And like when you say seeds, it actually reminds me of like um, allowing the good seed to fall on good soil and someone else waters it, but God is your sunlight. The word of God is your food. Yeah. And like your nourishment. your nourishment. And you know, like if you are struggling with anxiety, seek for God. Yeah. Seek just seek just yeah, just seek God. Pray. Yeah. Just you know, you don't a prayer does not have to be something so like complicated. Yeah. In the Bible it actually states that David one of David's prayer was actually him like angered at, at God. Um another time in the Bible when Job Job was yelling out to God um, and he was calling out to the, the God's name and just asking for mercy, asking for help because he had lost everything. So like prayer can also be tears, just staying in his presence and crying. And like prayer is not a complicated thing. You just have to like cast your anxiety on him, which brings us to the next Bible verse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wait, before you move on, I'm sorry. I just yeah. wanted to say one more thing is that if you don't believe in God, I think that you know, he will meet you where you're at. I'm telling yeah. you, if you have zero faith, that's okay. Like you can, all you have to do is pray this. Just say, Jesus, you know, if you are real, which, show me. you know, he is, and he will show you, he will show up in your life. I've heard many testimonies. So just mm-hmm. ask him with actual pure intention in your heart and just say, Jesus, make yourself real to me because I promise you he will. And there is nothing that will satisfy you like him. Truly, yes. like nothing, you know, like we both lived worldly lifestyles and we were not satisfied yeah that's so true and honestly i will tell you something as well like for me god did not show up in the church i did not have a meeting with god in a church full of people i did not have a meeting with god at a conference i did not have a meeting with god i went to retreats when i was younger i didn't have meetings with god at that retreat i never felt god so close to me than the moment in my room being broken hearted and shattered into pieces just about to commit suicide that's when god showed up in my life god showed up in my life in a moment that i felt alone i didn't believe in god i knew that there was a god but i never truly like walked by faith i walked by i was a fan so i was like yeah god is real i would go to church here and there um 
I would actually even, like, I wouldn't really live a godly life. So I understand you. Like, I would pray to God when I did want God to do something. I'd be like, okay, God, like, I want this, and I want I want yeah. you to do this, and I believe in you. Can you please show me your real? Yeah. But it was not with true intentions. And, like, it was in that moment of desperation, of need, of brokenness, of literally a moment where I was about to take my life away that God really showed me, like, I am here, and you are my child, and I love you, and you are worthy, and you deserve better, and I, like, I am here to comfort you, like, you are not alone, you are not alone, and although you don't know who you are, I know who you are, and I love who you are, and you're gonna love who I, the plans I have for you, you might not know what's gonna happen tomorrow, but I'm gonna heal you, I'm gonna fix you, I'm gonna restore you, and I'm gonna just be here in this moment with you and that's my god like that is my god that's the god i serve and i'm so proud to say that's the god i serve amen amen (laughs) honestly praise the lord because we both have thank you jesus we (laughs) both had encounters with the lord in our broken moments and if it wasn't for those moments like it's hard you build a track record with god and like i can tell you confidently like my god is real yes my god is real and literally and like the reason you know some people are like oh why do christians shove it down people's throats it's like no we want to tell you because we know what can help you, you yes know? and we're just excited like yes. we were so excited like at least for us so we were just so on fire and passionate like like we're just we just want you to feel and see what god can do for you like what he yeah. did for us he can do for you if he loves us he loves you too and we are nobody we're not judging we're not criticizing we're just here to share what god did for our lives and we to share what he can do to your life as well if only you just trust and surrender because i feel like surrender is so hard surrender your life when i say surrender i mean like let go of control and girl that is hard as a girl that likes to control because i'm one of those girls Same. <laughs> the lord's still working on me well always working yes. on both of us yes. but it's not easy but go ahead share the verse that you yes to yes share. yes all right um the in first peter's five verse seven it states cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you that bible verse is like thank you jesus yeah he cares for us like all of our anxiousness all of our worries all of the things that are in our minds that may consume us Mm. god cares for every single one of our thoughts your friend probably doesn't your parents probably don't you probably sometimes don't even care about your own thoughts (laughs) but and the people that surround you might not always care or your workplace might not always care and people don't always care and that's some that's a hard pill to swallow honestly but god jesus he cares and he wants you to cast everything that makes you worry everything that takes that breath away everything that just overwhelms you and he wants to take that from you and he wants to give you peace and that's just an encouragement. I, I love this Bible verse so much because it just reminds me, like, every time I get anxious, I'm like, Lord, just take it. Yeah. Just take it, and I surrender it to you, and may your will be done. Because one of the things I struggle with is controlling yeah. and just being still and, like, not so worrying <laughs> about tomorrow. And it's there's a Bible tough. verse for that, too. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> tough, and it's like, 
we have constant worries and it's when your situation looks hopeless like we get it like you know we i've been through financial hardships i've been in situations where i'm like how am i gonna get out of this situation like why what am i gonna do like you don't know what to do and the thing is like god created us like no one person knows what's gonna happen tomorrow actually Mm -hmm. you can plan but you don't know what's gonna happen there's a bible verse for that and it states for man can direct i'm sorry it states for man can plan their future but the lord will order their steps yes and i love that bible verse because it doesn't matter how much we plan i pre-plan like when i tell you i planned my suicide so well so well i was like it's impossible it was literally medically impossible for me not to die Mm. and i did all the steps i did everything correct all the check marks were there but yet i was like what is going on why am i not dead why am i still here why is this happening and it was like god was like no you are meant to be here and this is not part of my plan so your will would not be done I have better plans for you and you have to trust me. And like now I look back, I didn't see any of this in that moment. So it might be hard for you to see when you're in the situation. But once God takes you out of it and you look back, you can see God was there the whole time. And I was just so blind Mm. because that's what's happened to me personally. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it takes faith. And Mm -hmm. that's the whole point. Some people are like, oh, well, you know, why doesn't God do this? Or why don't we know this? Like, why didn't God tell us this? And it's like, there's certain things that God tells us in the Bible. You know, we know there's heaven. We know about specific details about heaven. But there's certain things that he has to keep from us because, one, he's God and he knows better. And he knows maybe how we'll react if we know Mm -hmm. his plans. But also, like, there's certain things that he needs to keep hidden. So faith is necessary. Because if he tells us everything, how is... You don't even need to have faith in everything that you know. It doesn't make sense. But he loves faith. Like, that is how you are made righteous in God's sight, is faith in him and believing how good he is, how merciful he is. Truly, like like that, and that takes humility because you have to be like, okay, God, I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You don't. (laughs) No, we don't. We we don't know anything. No, honestly. You know, we're so limited. We are human beings. And no person can tell me, like, oh, when are you going to die? You know? Like, you don't know when we're going to die. Apart from the Lord, unless the Lord tells you. Like, you don't know. We are Mm -hmm. so limited. So we have to start, stop trying to control things that we aren't able to. Or micro control. Like, you try to control, like, every little thing in your day. Because, like, that's bad, too. If you're micro-controlling everything, then you're not really being in the presence of, like, what you're doing. You're just controlling. And that's also part of being anxious. Like, you're anxious because you want to control everything. And although you might be able to, it's not correct. It's not right because it it will bring more anxiety in the long run than what you actually think. Because you'll worry Um, about things and you'll meditate on it. And, like, for example, here's an example. Like, you know, obviously anxiety comes from so many different aspects, but what you let into your mind, into your heart, what you listen to, you know, everything affects you. Mm-hmm. Even if you think it doesn't, like yes. it will affect you. Because for example, if I'm watching the news every single day, I'm going to be worried about my daughter all the time because I have a daughter. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I saw this on the news. Like, is this going to happen at, at her school or you know what I mean? Like you'll, I'll be filling my mind with anxiousness and I will be yes. showing that in my actions because I'll be putting out thoughts like that saying like oh my gosh i'm so worried about her yeah but i guard my heart i personally don't watch the news unless i have to for some reason (laughs) and i don't struggle with that i know a lot of people do and now i'm not saying that it's only the news because maybe they had a traumatic event or something but you know i think that it's very important to guard your heart like the bible says you know 
beat you over the head with that, but it's so true because we have to put those boundaries around our heart or else we're going to be producing, you know, what you let in will come out. You know, if you're putting in trash, it's going to come out, you know? Yeah. And that goes back to like everything else, like all the anxiousness and boundaries, like boundaries are necessary. Your anxiety can be like, you can sometimes avoid anxiety maybe by placing a boundary. If you know that being at a person's house at a particular person's house or being around a certain friend causes you to have anxiety, then maybe you need to be a couple steps away from that person, you know? So not so close, because you need that boundary in order to protect yourself, your spirit, your mind, your soul, yeah. in order to be at peace. And, like, I just think that this overall, like, we've been able to really connect. Like, I hope that this encourages you guys. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I just want to leave you guys with this verse. I think this verse is, you know, very important because, like, we were talking about guarding your heart and stuff, like, what you let in. It's, like, what you meditate on is very important. If you're constantly, and listen, I know it is hard to control our thoughts sometimes trust me i still struggle with overthinking i still struggle with certain things that you know i pray the lord frees me from and maybe he won't in this lifetime and i'm okay with that and as a woman we are overthinkers we overthink everything oh he said this this way we are like we are natural overthinkers so like the only thing we can do when it comes to overthinking is just cast it on the lord and not be led by our feelings be led by our spirit yeah and lean on him too like this verse it says in isaiah 26 3 you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you, right? And this is talking about you as the Lord, right? So if we're constantly, I know that if I'm constantly listening to worship music that talks about God being bigger than my problems, God being this, God being all these amazing things, my mind is focused on that, you mm-hmm. know? And like, sometimes you have to turn it up a little louder. <laughs> yes. And really just allow it to seep into your heart. If you're reading the word, you need to read the word of God, like, I know it sometimes can be scary. Trust me, I always thought the Bible. I was like, I'm never going to read the Bible. I don't know any of that. Like, it just seems so complicated to me. But I promise you, once you get into it, like, there's so many resources, you know, online to help you understand and really simplify it for you. But it's so important. We need this in order to help our minds be transformed. This is like our guide. This this is is, our guide. This is our guide. And this this is God's heart for us. This speaks, it states in the Bible that the word of God is like god like it's god speaking through this word for the word is his word says the bible Mm -hmm. and i feel like the bible people might not always understand it i would suggest getting what's this one niv like bible if you are gonna get a bible and if you don't feel like picking up your bible just a simple podcast a simple sermon i feel like just listening for me personally like i struggled I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, yeah, I know my Bible. No, I struggled with picking up my Bible for years. Like I never picked it up until I had a fire in me that wanted to be closer to God. Mm -hmm. And if you're struggling with reading your Bible, start with a Bible verse, a Bible verse a day on the Bible. There's a app called the Bible app. And it gives you a Bible verse each day and just read it and just think, how can I apply this to my life? That's a great way to start. If you have anxiety, they have anxiety plans for you to read. Like they're very short. They're like their plans and it's it's great. It's a great use of the Bible app, honestly. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I did not start reading my Bible off the back. It did not happen like that. Mm-hmm. For me, I started listening to podcasts and it's crazy because the way I started is what I'm doing now. <laughs> but God made full circle. Yep, God made the full circle, literally. Um but for me I started listening to podcasts and 
podcast i would play a different podcast each day on the authentic church podcast and i would listen and i'd be like okay this is literally what i'm struggling with and then i'd go back and listen to it and i'm like what i thought i said this and then i'm like well god was speaking through it through that podcast to like highlight main keys of what i needed help in and it was helping me like i was listening to podcasts and then that encouraged me to like look up the bible verse that they were referring to like keep that bible verse like on a post-it on my on my my mirror so i could look at it mm-hmm. and it just reminded me like this bible verse that's this about about who i am i had a struggle with identity for so long like with self-love actually my identity self-love and a lot of other things but just baby steps you know what? it doesn't it's not a race it doesn't happen just, all at once yeah it definitely and like the lord is patient he will he will walk with you through every season, every trial, and he is so good. Like, all you have to do is have faith and be like, I'm here, God. All right, like, direct my steps because I don't know what to do, you know? But God will, if you are hungry for peace, if you're hungry for him, which we all are, because I don't think people realize, but we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts. Mm-hmm. So once you realize that Jesus is the way, he's the way, the truth, and the life, like, your life will be a million times better i can promise you that like we're living testimonies to god's power and like you just have to experience him for yourself because we can yeah. say all we want to say but at the end of the day if you don't have that relationship you'll never know what we're talking about mm-hmm. so we hope this encouraged you and yeah. intrigued you into seeking a relationship with the lord if you don't already have one and if you do may you meditate on these words you know on these bible verses that will help you through your anxieties help you through those trials yes. because Sometimes God doesn't take it all away in this lifetime and we'll have to wait till heaven when he wipes away every single tear. Mm -hmm. But having faith in him and just focusing on what he did for us on the cross, dying so we could be in heaven with him one day, that is where our joy comes from. Yes. Truly, you know, he is our joy. But I don't know if you have anything else to say. No, I don't. (laughs) I actually would like to pray for whoever's listening. Yeah. We can just, I'm going to pray for you. I don't know who you are. I don't know if this message reached you. I don't know if you listened through the whole podcast. But if you did and you feel encouraged, I am going to just ask if you just stay a couple minutes longer (laughs) and just listen to the prayer. And I hope it motivates you and it just brings, it just brings life. And, you know, it helps. Heavenly Father, I just, I thank you for the person who's listening, my Lord. I thank you for this listener's life, Lord God. The person behind the screen, Lord God, who just stayed a couple minutes just to hear this prayer. Lord God, I pray that any anxiety, Lord God, any struggles that they may be going through, Heavenly Father, may you just give them peace, Lord God. May you just show them that you, Lord God, you have, you are going to order their steps, Lord God. That you have hit their perfect plan, whether it's a he or a she, Lord God. That you, my Lord, that you order their steps. That your Holy Spirit goes before them, Lord God. May you give them clarity, my Lord. Peace of mind, Lord God. May you just take upon all the burdens in their hearts, Heavenly Father. And just give them an abundance of peace, Lord God. An abundance of joy, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I pray that whatever struggles they may be encountering, Heavenly Father. May they just know that you are there with them, Lord God. I pray that you just present yourself, my Lord. May you show show them that you are there with them heavenly father i thank you lord god for you are not you are alive heavenly father and i know you're going to show up in their lives heavenly father my lord i pray that you give them eyes to see when you show up my lord and ears to hear when you're speaking to them lord god heavenly father i just pray that 
my Lord, that your, your word pierce their hearts, Lord God, and may there be a consuming fire of your Holy Spirit within them, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray that they may seek your word and not not the world's what the world says, but what your word says, Lord God. So I just thank you, Jesus, for them and their lives, my Lord. I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great night, day, whatever you're watching. <laughs> Bye. Bye.